Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast, and happy Monday. Today, I want to talk to you about how everything is an interview, and not only in my own real estate business, but as I interact with people and see how they do business, it's very interesting how people don't think about the things that they say and they do. And as I try to make connections in my business, it's just very interesting how people interact. And this all, really this episode came from an interaction, a few interactions I should say actually, over the last few weeks. I have a great friend in the Philadelphia area and she is helping her dad to sell his home in Florida. And so she reached out to me to make some connections, right? Realtors, uh, and maybe you know this, if you're in the business, you probably know this, but realtors can refer all over the country. And so, um, you know, I reached out to a couple people in the Florida area to help with this. And the reason we kind of do that is for a couple reasons. One is we get a small percentage of the commission when we refer out a deal, but more than anything, I do it for the reputation piece and to connect with people and help people. And so if I can kind of help someone you know, with their business and kind of take some of the legwork off of their plate, I like to do it. So was connecting with a few referral agents. Uh, it helps the clients so they don't have to interview as many realtors and it kind of takes some of the legwork off of them. So personally spoke to about eight to 10 agents and kind of told my friend about the best two or three agents that I spoke to and let her kind of make the decision from there. But it's cool to help friends. It's cool that it's a little extra, you know, money in your business because you get the referral. But more than anything, it's about helping people. But it was so interesting because I would have realtors that when I got them on the phone and I ended up, like I said, speaking to about eight to 10, either on the phone or Zoom. And to be honest, it's a little overwhelming. They always joke, like, if you feel lonely, say that you need a realtor and you'll get a lot of messages. That's kind of what happened. Um, Probably got 50 to 60 text and Facebook messages. But what was so interesting is how so many of the agents acted, either very unprofessional or how they interacted with me or not being prompt. And it was just so interesting and kind of inspired this episode that everything's an interview. Um, one of the people that I spoke to, I thought about sending him this episode, but maybe I won't. But one of the people I spoke to, I believe his name was Andre. Andre and me got on a call and every other word was the F word, right? He was one of those 10 agents I spoke to directly and it was F this, F that. Um, and on my call, as I took notes, like I did for the other, you know, eight or nine agents I spoke to, I took notes about them to see if they were a good fit. And so I wrote down his name, wrote that he was saying F this, F that, and then basically put no in bold letters under it, right? It was so interesting because I was like, I cannot believe this person for potential business is speaking to me like this. Like, this is basically an interview. But of course, they did not get the client. And that was one of the reasons. Um, and again, let's just say, maybe it's not a referral. Maybe you're just friends with someone. But the way you speak and interact and talk has a reflection on you. It has a reflection on your business. Now, this does not mean you cannot be yourself, right? But you can be yourself without dropping the F-bomb every other word. And this person that you're talking to and speaking this way could potentially be business, whether it's today, tomorrow, next week, in 1,200 years, I don't care. It could be a potential client. Now, you can still have fun 
and be yourself and still be professional. But And I certainly don't think cursing multiple times with the F word in every other word is the way that you should interact. At least I don't think so. And it's so interesting. As I coach realtors, I often talk to them about how they speak, how they look, how they interact with people, what they write on social media. I used to be, if I'm honest, very political online. And the more I got into real estate, the more I decided uh, I wasn't going to do that for a couple of reasons. One was you're not going to convince someone on the internet to change their opinion about about politics. But the other is like, you're just, you're creating tension. Like, and again, I don't really want to bring politics into this, but let's say someone is a hardcore Republican or Democrat and you're hardcore the other way. Do you not want to help them buy a house, right? Often on my previous team, I would talk about this all the time, how it will hurt your business. Now you might be making so much money, you don't care, but everything that you write has potential to hurt your business. I even think about this in my own business, right? I'm a I'm very vocal about my faith and being a Christian and follower of Jesus, but I'm also very cautious about how I share about that on social media. I'm not ashamed of my faith. I'm willing to be bold about it, but I'm not going to beat somebody over the head with a Bible on a Facebook post and argue with them. That's not how you win people over. And so, again, I'm very much like, right, a follower of Jesus, and my faith is very, very important to me. It's paramount to me, but... I'm just careful with how I interact with it and what I say online. You know, and as I think about this, how everything is an interview, it brings me back to my time at Chick-fil-A. And we've talked about it a few different times, but there were a few times. Now, I didn't personally do this when I interviewed uh, people in Pittsburgh or at the store in Pottstown that I worked at. But so much of our interviews at Chick-fil-A was about the attitude How did they respond? Things like that. I knew people that would, you know, let the person eat before the interview and and send food out there to their table. And they would intentionally send the food wrong to see how the person responded, right? Would the person have a fit or would the person say, hey, no worries at all, totally understand, like, and and have grace with it. I know people that would interview at Chick-fil-A's that would, um, you know, let the person order a drink and have a napkin in the middle of the dining room floor. And it was all about like, you know, psychologically testing the person, right? Will that person pick up the napkin because they don't want someone else to have to pick it up? Um, Or would they like look away, try to ignore it because they don't work here, it's not their job, right? It was a way to analyze talent. Is this person a leader? Is this person gonna pick up and clean up, make the place look nice whether they're an employee or not? Or are they going to ignore it, right? And it taught us a lot, right? Kind of people have often studied the psychology of like, are you a person that puts your cart back or the, at the grocery store or do you put it over the curb? I'll be honest, depending on if I'm in a rush, sometimes I'm the curb person, other times I put it back. But they would study these the people in, in a psychological way. Um, it was part of the interview really to see if that person was a fit, if that person was good for the culture of the organization, right? Culture was so important at Chick-fil-A. And it just reminds me of so much what we do in real estate and these real estate conversations we have. Everything is an interview. Whether you think it is or it's not, every interaction will one day usually come around. Now again, I'm not saying don't be yourself, don't have fun, but there is a way to talk and be yourself and still be professional. The other thing I really took away from interviewing these other agents, you know, I really 
was still getting messages and text and Facebook messages after having the post up for about 24 hours looking for a referral partner. Now, by that time, I had kind of made my decision, but the post was still there. But there were people reaching out 24, 30 hours later asking if I still need a realtor. And guys, here's the thing. Do you really expect me to give you the business if it takes you 24 hours to see my post and respond? If it takes you 24 hours to respond about potential business, right? How can I trust you to get back to me and or my client in a quicker manner, right? This business is all about, you know, sometimes things have to go really fast. Do you handle things fast, right? And especially in these referral groups, these referrals, sometimes I've gotten on opportunities where it's like it was five minutes and someone beat me to it, right? When we talked about that on the early bird gets the worm, like having these notifications for these groups on. But I saw so much of agents reaching out a day later, seeing if I still needed a referral partner. So the people that responded a day later, to me, it was very clear that I wasn't a priority and the referral wasn't a priority. So how could I expect them, if I can't even hand off the referral quick, how can I expect them to take care of the client in another state? So for those of you in real estate, I want this to be a huge reminder. Everything is an interview. Every single interaction you have, every single client or potential client that you speak to, every friend you speak to, every family member, it is an interview because they get to see how you do business and whether you want to work your butt off or not. You know, think about even like maybe family seeing you at a family event, right? If you have to handle something, are you like, oh, hey, sorry, guys, got to walk away from the table and handle this quick? Or are you coming back to the table, like rolling your eyes and saying how how stupid that client is or lender or whatever, right? They're seeing that. And maybe if you're treating your clients this way behind their back, the person you're around, friend, family member, whatever, is like, hmm, maybe I don't want to work with this person. When you talk to a referral partner, are you uh, kind? Are you uh, interacting well? Or are you cursing or like, you know, blowing them off, right? Everything is an interview, whether you think it is or not, the way you respond, how you speak, how prompt you are, or your lack of being prompt could mean that you have failed part one of that interview and you don't ever get a chance to plead your case or get to part two. So I want to encourage you, be professional, be quick to respond, and just be a professional when you interact with different clients or potential clients or other agents, right? There might be, you know, other agents that you've worked with a few times that maybe they end up starting a team or something, but the way you interacted during that transaction, they're like, well, geez, if if John ever asked to join my team, I'm never going to let him join because of the way he acted. So you are always, really, you're on stage at all times and you have to be careful of the way you speak, the way you interact and you know what you say and what you do, knowing that it, it again, could really benefit your business if you are a professional about things or it could really damage your business if you act in an unprofessional manner. So thanks so much for listening. Remember that everything that you do is an interview. Someone is watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll talk to you guys again very soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.